This episode is sponsored by my Patreon supporters. You guys help continue my love for sharing these stories with the world, so a huge thank you to Terence C, Stephanie E, St. Peaches, Earl B, Christina N, Bunkers, Carlos C, Byron A, Jordan, Roman J, Mona, Luna, Legion, Philip, and our latest Anito patron, Sai. If you are interested in becoming a patron to help support the podcast, then head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Choose the tier that fits your interests and enjoy early access, exclusive episodes, and more. Hello my spooky friends and welcome to the 20th episode of Spooky Saturday. I am your host Ethan, and today's stories include an unusual guardian, strange knocking sounds, and a spooky workplace that will be narrated by a Filipino VTuber named Eska. Yes, you heard that right. We have a collaboration for today. Thank you so much, Eska, for collaborating with me and lending your voice in today's episode. I appreciate it so very much. Please go visit his Twitter and check out some of his cool BGM or background music. The lo-fis are really good, so you might like it. Now, before we proceed with today's stories, I would also like to give thanks to those who sent their spooky stories this season. It was fun reading them in the early hours of the morning and scaring myself in the process as always. But I'm really, really thankful for your participation. Thank you very much. So, you know, if you have any paranormal experiences that you'd like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com or you can also send your stories via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Remember, this is not only for Filipino listeners, but also for international listeners. So, if you like it, please spread the word. And who knows, your story might be included in the next episode. Oh, and just a small announcement. I've started sharing some mini-episodes on YouTube and Facebook. It's still about Philippine mythical creatures. So, if you're interested, please visit our YouTube channel and Facebook and show support by following, sharing, or liking the post. You can also join our Patreon or donate via Gcash. Uh, that's another way to show your support for the podcast. Infos are listed on the show notes. And that's basically it for the announcements. We have got a collaboration, so stay tuned at the end of the episode to listen to Mr. Eska's voice. So with that said, make yourself comfortable, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. This first story was submitted by YKYMMY. Hi, I am going to tell a story about my unusual guardian. I shared a room with a co-worker a few years back. I awoke one evening to find a man's shadow in the corner of our room near the window. I didn't think anything of it, believing it was just a light trick because it was very dark and the only light came from the streetlights. Plus, I was too tired to check to see whether it was true. I never thought about alerting my coworker because I wasn't sure what I witnessed. I was pregnant at the time and my housemate was from the province. Pregnant women are said to be visited by a swung there, so while we were eating breakfast one morning, she told me, Girl, I'm going to buy a bunch of garlic and put it on the window because I can hear those cats just outside our window last night. To which I replied, well, what's wrong with cats? It's not unusual for them to play on a roof. To which she replied, Hello, it rained last night and cats hate water. 
I was taken aback and a little terrified because I had never seen a cat play in the rain before. And she followed it up with, Well, anyhow, I don't think those aswangs can touch you. Your guardian is one tough guy, she remarked. Guardian? What do you mean? I questioned. I saw him last night. There, she said, pointing to where she spotted the shadow. He was just standing there, you know, she said. And that was my first meeting with my guardian, and I was speechless, shocked, and scared. Just fast forward a few months. I moved into my own apartment with my cousin. My apartment is only one bedroom, and we generally sleep with the bedroom door open. You can still see the living room area if you're resting on the bed and the door is open. I awoke one night to find a shadow figure standing in front of the television. I was certain something was there because I couldn't see the TV. Someone was obscuring my view of it, and I looked at it for a few seconds. I became concerned because I thought there was an intruder. So I got up, but it still hasn't moved. I slowly got out of the bed to check on it, and then it was gone. And this time, I'm certain it wasn't a genuine human. And I felt like it was the same shadow guy I had seen before. I became very curious of it, so when I traveled to the province to see some relatives, I went to see a highly famous spiritual healer there. I asked my tita if she may accompany me to the faith healer's house out of curiosity. My tita had no understanding why I wanted to go, still accompanied me. My motivation was to find out who this shadow was that I was seeing. I'm curious as to what he needs. And when we arrived at the faith healer's house, without me even saying anything, the healer told me, Don't worry, he's only protecting you. He's your guardian. I informed her that I did not understand what she meant, and she only replied with, The instant I saw you, I could sense him. He is wherever you go, and you're never alone. He is only there to protect you, and I can't make him go. And the healer was correct, because I never felt alone. And to be honest, I still have no idea who he is. I haven't seen him since, but one of my co-workers with an open third eye told me that he is no longer with me since he is now protecting my baby. Which, I am thankful. Thank you for allowing me to share this. This next story was submitted by Kelly. Hi Ethan, maybe this story isn't creepy enough to scare your listeners, but it was quite spooky to me and my partner. My husband, I, and our three young children reside in a small ranch or farm community. We live basically in the middle of nowhere. Now this story happened late at night. It was late and the kids were fast asleep in their beds. My husband was also asleep next to me. While I was completely awake, browsing through TV channels, looking for something to watch. I would like to point out that our bed is against the wall. The outside is only a few inches away from our heads. I was channel surfing when I heard a loud knocking on the wall behind us. I initially ignored it. After all, I am a grown woman and I'm not one to be easily scared. 
I grew nervous though after hearing it several times. I nonchalantly said to my sleeping hubby while my heart was thumping, Oh honey, look, there's this movie that you wanted to watch, right? I thought that if someone was lurking outside, they'd leave me alone if I mentioned that my husband was awake. However, the knocking continued. I'm not going to lie, I was terrified. I eventually woke up my husband and informed him that I had heard tapping or knocking outside just behind us. I imitated the knocking sound by tapping my knuckles against the wall. J just like that, honey, I explained. And to our surprise, whatever was out there responded to my knock. We both froze, afraid to move. And eventually, when the knocking ceased, we were able to sleep again. I went outside the next morning to see if the ground had been disturbed. At the very least, this would show that someone, a human, was around. But nothing. There were no footprints, no crushed grass. There was nothing to suggest that someone had stood outside our bedroom the night before and taunted us. I'm not a believer in ghosts or the boogeyman, but whatever was tapping in our wall, whatever replied to my tapping was not an animal, and it left no sign of its presence. Since then, we haven't heard the tapping, but when I'm the only one awake late at night, and I remember what happened, it would scare me a lot. This last story was submitted by Ulysses and read by Aska. There were two instances back in 2018 where I experienced the paranormal. The first one happened just past 1pm. As one of the agents for the closing shift, there were just a few of us remaining on the floor. The other agents were on the other side, totally out of my view. As this was the last hour before the telephone lines are cut off, we always expect two or three more calls. In some instances, there were almost none. This meant that I get to enjoy the peace and quiet before going home. In one particular shift, my team leader went home as his shift ended an hour before mine. We bid each other goodbye. Not even a minute later, I saw him ran back to his workstation. I didn't fully saw him. I've seen him just in my peripheral vision. All I can remember was a black and blurry figure dashing by me. I didn't mind at first. I thought he was just wearing his leather jacket and black pants since he's a motorcycle rider. I have just finished my call at that time so I stood up from my workstation and was about to tease him. Senior moments, TL. May nakalimutan? But, there was no one in his workstation. I walked for a few more steps, even looking under my co-worker's stations to check. For further context, save from one or two cubicles, all team leader workstations are surrounded by 7 feet high panels, except from one side. Additionally, our location within the floor was beside the walls. 
There was no way my team leader would have gotten out of his workstation. Plus, there was like less than 10 seconds between him going in his cubicle and me finishing my call. It wasn't also the other agents on shift. All of them were on the other side of the floor. Up to this day, I can still remember that black and blurry figure dashing by me. I have no idea what it is, and I have never told my team leader about it. The second one was more like a dream, or not. Even I'm confused. As a habit for my graveyard shift, I usually sleep 3 or 4 hours before shift inside our company's sleeping quarters. I choose the bunk bed near the corner. The dimmer, the better. One day, I suddenly cannot move my body. Sleep paralysis, I thought. The only difference was that my body was tilted to the side or I am a side sleeper. I tried to move my toes, hands, or even my eyes, but I can't. There was no one else inside the quarters but me. I can feel, however, a presence behind me. On the bed, I can't see it, but there was that creepy feeling of someone watching you. And for some reasons, I know it's behind me. I cannot remember what happened between this incident and me getting to the restroom to wash my face. To this day, I'm not even sure if that's sleep paralysis. Since almost all of sleep paralysis stories I've read or heard always involve the victim lying down on their backs. And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. I do hope you enjoyed listening to the stories. If you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share, please email us at officialtabbytabbypod at gmail.com. Once again, a huge thank you to Kelly, YKYMMY, and Ulysses for your submissions. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Once again, thank you so much to Eska for lending your voice in today's episode. Please check him out, guys. Go and visit his Twitter and check out his cool lo-fi BGM or his other videos. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or you can always become a patron member and get cool benefits. Just head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Don't forget to follow our social media accounts, check out our YouTube channel and Facebook where I upload mini-episodes that didn't make it on the podcast. Once again, thank you so much to my patrons for sponsoring today's episode. And to you, my dear listeners, thank you for continuously supporting the podcast. Please stay safe. This has been Ethan and thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. Join me next time when I share more spooky stories. Bye!